it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello Hi, welcome back. We are at the finale of season three. I'm your host, G-Wow. Um, and my name is Angel, but on Thursdays, you can call me Cookie. Together, we are Cookie and G-Wow. I can't believe, honestly, that we are at the finale. I think I said last time there's two more episodes, but I one of them is a reunion. So this is called yeah. At the End of the Day, which it's the end of their month. Because I, you know, I took track and uh, they've been there for about 30 31 by the end of this episode 31 days so they were there for a full month and it's coming to the end they have a lot of these you know at the end of the season they're always like oh so sad i don't want to leave but you could tell they really actually do want to leave like they're not really that yeah. sad can you tell their energy is very like they're they're ready to go i think too how you we've said before there's like the kind of loop between season two and three and there, there's really no time and Actually, I don't know if you're I, again, I keep plugging the meatball pod, but they actually confirm that during season three is when they watched season two and they were mm. like, it was super awkward because we all watched it and then had to just walk around the house like we didn't just watch it. And it was very affirming. And so I feel like with everything that they've been through between season two and three, I'd probably be ready for a break as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would too. I wonder how long it took for them to go into season four. I think there was a longer space between three and four than there was between two and three because, um, and we'll talk about it more next week, but sometimes I feel like the finale or the reunions are filmed during seasons, but yeah. season three's reunion, I don't feel like that was the case. I feel like it was after, like in between. You know, What's funny is that at some point in this episode, Danny, because it's the end of their season, he says, that's a wrap on 2010. Mm. But the episode aired in March of 2011. Well, I mean, the whole season was the summer of 2010, obviously, but the beginning of the season aired in like January, I think. Um, or maybe February. It was all in 2011. And so are they in Italy while this is airing? Or are they, like, do they have a month off and then they go to Italy? We'll have to pay attention to when Italy airs versus, right. like, if they give us clues of when they're there. Because I feel like the timeline's been easier to lay out until now. Yeah, exactly. I got a little confused as well. Um, I feel like there was a longer gap between those two seasons. Maybe logistically, like, planning for Italy took a long time. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, um, everyone's got to get passports. It's a whole thing. But yeah, you're right. We'll get there, though. So so the episode starts where the last one left off, of course, Ugh. with Sammy dealing with the Arvin drama. Can you remind us what happened with that? Yeah, the Arvin phone call happened because Mike needs to insert himself into business <laughs> that he doesn't need to be in. And there was question of did sam invite arvin what's happening between sam and arvin sam maybe wasn't telling the whole story which i don't blame her because she literally has an abusive boyfriend and mike decides that he just has to get involved by calling arvin which is where we come back to arvin kind of saying like yeah we've made out before sam tries to get on the phone to like set things straight but it's not a fun scene because it's all this like witch hunt of Sammy for something that's not even warranted. Right. And her text even, message or, or a make out that happened before Jersey Shore. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Well, okay. So she gets on the phone and she's telling him like, why are you lying? We didn't make out. That's not true. So she's denying it and he won't back down. 
Um, a little bit later, when her and Ron are talking, she sort of confirms that, okay, there was like a potential makeout or hookup that happened, but it was before they met and before she was on the Jersey Shore. So, yeah, honestly, if I had a friend, like if I had a friend who I'd made out with before and then like maybe they happened to text me when they had a moment of rebound. And then I once I realized what the situation is, I would have had their back. I would have been like, yeah, you know what? I definitely I took that out of out of left field or something. And then if they called and was like, Gina, we never made out. Right. I would be like, no, no, we did it. Like, hello, back up your friend. But there's no there's none of that here. You know? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm almost like is he like playing it up for the TV show or is he just a bad friend? But yeah, if I knew we hooked up before you met your current boyfriend and it became an issue, I would either lie and say, we've never made out. Or I would say she didn't know you existed back then. Like it doesn't right. count. It doesn't matter. Her past. Right. Doesn't like nothing recently. It's not like that now, you know, like, hello, have her back. Yeah. Um. So they have a conversation, Ron and Sam after the phone call. And again, I, I don't want to harp on too much about it, but it did irritate me because they were talking about how Danny was going to have a barbecue the next day and said to invite some friends and family. And mm -hmm. Ron said, I can't even invite my friends now because I'm humiliated to show my face to them after what you <sighs> did to me. He says that to Sam. And I just was rolling my eyes so fiercely. Yeah, I was rolling my eyes so fiercely because... Yeah. What do you mean? What did, what did she do? She had a friend that she made out with three years ago before she met you and Mike brought it up. Go yell at Mike. The fuck is your problem? I really don't get it. And at one point, Dina says us getting involved is just making it worse. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. Everyone just leave them alone. Like, and then, and if you're not going to leave them alone, then don't complain when they're on this continuous fighting loop. Like, then I don't want to hear it because you're part of the, you're you're instigating that hamster wheel so whatever yeah but but yeah they no. have this this dinner coming up which i guess is like a party they joke that family members aren't invited but when we get to the party family members are there so i didn't know i didn't understand if they said that like as a joke or i didn't get why they said that i don't know i didn't either but you can't say stuff like that to me because i take that literally and be like oh i'm not allowed then and then everyone else would have family and i'd be pissed exactly i'd be like well you told me yeah i'd be really fucking annoyed i don't know very weird uh, maybe they were like maybe he was trying to be like oh it's a party vibe don't bring your family but it really wasn't it was like a chill barbecue vibe yeah yeah it was very backyard barbecue the only thing that is worth noting before we get to the actual party is that ronnie and i guess whoever else has their final shift at the mm -hmm. t-shirt shop and Ronnie wears the competition's shirt, which is hilarious because I wouldn't even know who they were at all. It's like, what was it called? It was started with an R or something. Uh, I wrote it down, but I lost it in the notes. It is Rush. Rush. The store is called yeah. Rush. Which I've seen. Now that they pointed it, they almost shouldn't have pointed it out because now I keep seeing, like, I saw a Rush shirt on somebody else in this episode. I don't remember who. Yeah. But so it's like now I know I know now. I, I have no, I noticed before. that too. It was on Poly 2.0. There, yeah, exactly. There, <laughs> yeah, it was. So I agree. They, they, what was the point in calling out your competition? I don't know. Maybe he was like, "Hey, this is where you can go if you can't get into our store." Like maybe they're friends or something. I don't know. I was just gonna say maybe they're friends, and it was like jokey, but really it's kind of secretly promo. Maybe that's the vibe. Yeah, like, I'll, hey, I'll throw you a bone by saying you're a competition. Yeah, who knows? But Danny, this is where it's like where's hr because you can't do this danny ripped the shirt off of um of ron right there in the middle of the store 
You think there's an HR for the Jersey Shore Boardwalk? No, no. <laughs> there's a there's an HR for 401 Productions or whatever it's called. It's, it's what is that? That's true. What is it? Production know. company. Viacom. But anyways, that was a fun moment, and it was his last day, so he said he refuses to work, and he just kept mm-hmm. sleeping his whole shift, which I would have also not wanted to work, but I wouldn't have slept right in front of the customers. Um, but- so, so they like, go to this party. Yeah. It's Dan- it's Danny hosts the party, the barbecue, whatever we want to call it. Polly's the DJ and everyone's friends come. It looks like a pretty fun party. Jenny even introduces Roger to her dad, which is where I was like, OK, so there's family right there because I was like, why is Jenny's dad here if there was no family? Which that's why I was like, why did they even include that earlier? I don't know. But that was a cute moment. Know, yeah, it was. Where do you think that was? Was that Danny's like his house that he lives at? I think it was his short house. I think they have like a backyard or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it looked, it was a definitely a nicer property than the short house. Like yeah, he's got to keep the best for himself. Yeah, he lives better than what he rents out, which I guess makes sense. It's it's giving landlord. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> Uncle Nina was also there. Always a good time. And they have a pinata that that Snooky and Jenny are hitting, <laughs> which I have notes about. That was way too yeah. small of a space. For a blindfolded pinata. Am I right? It was a little like there was definitely imminent danger happening. Yeah, for sure. Like there was a chance of getting somebody getting smacked when they shouldn't. Right. Because they did that. They put the blindfold and they spin you around and get you all confused. But they're all right there. Right. I don't I don't I didn't like that. And what are you all grown adults going to like lunge for the candy when they break it open? Like what's about to happen? I know. I always feel weird about childish things or like youthful things at adult parties where there's no children present like i'm always like how how into this should i be (laughs) you know what i mean like should i be like coy or should i like let my inner child out and get excited i get that (laughs) i think too much i think too much every second of every day (laughs) well here's the drama of the party because Dina brings her friend Lisa. And let me tell you, I'm not a fan of Lisa. Lisa's not a girl's girl. Lisa's not a good friend. Not into this. And Vinny, I think, is still in his, like, I'm so cool because I got a spray tan and an earring era. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to get with Lisa. I'm going to flirt with her. But, like, Dina's like, this is my really good friend from home versus, like, my really good friend from this show who's like has this weird thing with Vinny and I don't want my friend getting in the middle of it. And Nicole handles it really well, but I really appreciate the way that Dina handles it. And obviously we'll get into like the guys getting annoyed at and calling her a cock block and stuff. But I agree with Dina. Like that was going to be a messy situation. And Dina is, if anything, is not that kind of messy. She may fall right. over and spill her drink kind of messy, but she will. She's not like a let let all this drama go for no reason kind of girl. That's not who she is. No, I think she doesn't like drama. So she doesn't purposely cause it, but she's also pretty wise and sort of has instinct to avoid it. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it was the right call, and she brings. It gets brought up later, also that Vinny kind of all the guys just kind of bring home randoms and just have sex with them and kick them out. And so, like from Dina's perspective, she's watched Vinny be kind of a douchebag to these girls at the at the clubs, and then all of a sudden he's trying to get at her friend. Like I'm going to protect my friend in that situation. I'm not going to let you be treated like a like a grenade or something on tv if you're my friend 
Yeah. And it makes me question her friends then motives. Because I'm like, did you just come to fuck somebody on TV? Or are you really Dina's friend? Like how long? I don't know. I've never heard your name before. How how far back do y'all go? Like, and the way that she handles it later when like they're back at the house, like because they they and I'm jumping a little ahead. We'll like get through everything. But in this drama, like once they're back at some point, they start calling her Angelina because at some point Angelina was a cock block and Lisa and Dina are having a conversation. And this is where I was like, Lisa, I want to punch you in the face. She was like, you understand why they're calling you that, right? Because you were a cock block tonight. And like, even like she's annoyed, but I'm like, so did you come here to hang out with me as your friend? Or did you come here to get laid? Because I didn't invite you here to fuck my friend. I invited you here to come to my party. Like I would, if I were Dina, I would have been like, okay, so red flag right there as a friend. If you're, if you're not immediately seeing why, because I've gone to like visit my friends at college or like where they live now. And if we went to a bar and I was like, oh my God, that person's so hot. And my friend who I was visiting was like, oh, that's somebody that my really good friend has like stuff with. I'd be like, oh, you know what? Sorry, they're attractive, but like not my, you know, not my mm-hmm. place. That would be, I, that'd be the last thing. So I, Lisa sucks. <laughs> and you know what? It, it, I felt bad for Dina because really kind of almost everybody was not, on her side i guess sammy sort of said something but she didn't really have anyone in her corner which didn't make sense to me because i was 100 on her side i agree um, justice for dina and this was another moment of the guys all kind of just not getting it because they're kind of having a conversation even after dina left the room about how annoying she's being or how weird she's being and who was it i, I didn't write who but one of the boys said like oh if i brought a guy friend over that i've known and he wanted to hook up with one of the girl roommates. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, because it's different. It's it's just, it's so different. If they wanted to hook up with Ronnie and Sam was there. And yeah, like, exactly. Or they wouldn't hook up with Sam, I mean, and your boy Ronnie's there. Then would you be cool with it? Like, it's it's too situational to just blanket be like, oh, I wouldn't care if my friend hooked up with a friend. It's not yeah. that simple. It's just not. I don't think Dina would have been all that upset. I think she was more upset that they kept going they kept bothering her about it like she was trying to i guess squash it or let it slide and they kept calling her a cock block and there was a lot of like shame they were doing on her like you're not cool anymore and we used to like you and even later in the episode they're like we want the old dina back and i'm like y'all i hate you guys right now and like i kind of forgot that they ever did anything that i didn't agree with like as far as at least Polly goes but here I'm like no I'm I'm ready for y'all to like see things back and and get a clearer head because this isn't fun well that's why it's cool to rewatch because sometimes you have rose-colored glasses about stuff you're nostalgic for and I think it's okay to look at stuff you liked when you were younger and notice the flaws in it but still like it like still be nostalgic yeah. for it and that's how I feel I, I feel the same like I'm noticing stuff I didn't see before but it was yeah. a different time, and I'm willing to accept it for what it is. <laughs> I agree. The only part of this party, and we do not Ooh. need to continue to talk about this, but uh, Ron, I mean, right. Sam kind of pulls Ron aside and is like, I don't want to get into it with you, but like Mike is not a good friend. And I don't mm, think Ron's ready right. to realize that because even the Ron and Sam drama aside, that's true. Mike isn't a good friend to Ron. He is in, an instigator. He doesn't necessarily have his back. So Mike has Mike's best interest at, yeah. in, in hand. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is Mike's not really a good friend to anybody at this point. He's in it for himself no. for sure. Nope. All right. Well, time for break, break time. All yeah. right. 
can't get enough of um hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky Pove. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at um hello pod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello? Um, hello? We're back. We're back. Party has ended. It is the next day. And I guess, like, like most drunk nights, the next day you gotta do, like, a little bit of damage control. So Mike, like, tries to apologize to Sam, who says they're okay, but in the confessionals, not quite feeling it. But Vinny just like flat out ignores Dina like a huge baby who's just like, well, I didn't get my dick wet, so I'm not going to talk to you. Like, yeah. are, is he serious? Well, and Dina at first, like almost didn't want to acknowledge it or was like over it because she said good morning to him and he said nothing in return. Right. So if like if Dina continues to be upset over this, it's not because of what happened. It's because of the continued behavior of Vinny still being weird towards her the next morning. Like, it really wasn't that big of a deal. And what a weird thing to, like, harp on. Like, you didn't let me get laid, so I'm going to be mad at you for days? Like, did she? Did this girl really mean that much to you? Like, oh, whatever. I can't get in Vinny's head this season. He's His behavior's been confusing me this I whole know, season. I know, I don't like it. And when they get ready and they go to dinner at Rivoli's, which we've talked about before, Rivoli's. And because of this drama, like dinner's a little quiet and awkward. I feel like they keep picking on Dina. And I love the way she handles it because instead of like trying to air out the drama, she's just like, listen, I am a class act and I've had a blast this summer and it's one of the best summers of my life. Let's have a cheers. And and like she's able to, I think, switch the vibe in a way, which I'm just like, good for you for not going down to their level and being like, well, fuck you anyway, because blah, 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 blah. She's just like, no, 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 I'm going to take the hard high road. And I'm like, good for you, girl. Good, good I for thought you. So. I thought the exact same thing. It was such a nice speech. And I think part of it is like, it's the last night. They're all like, who wants to be in a fight on the last night? Oh, Ron and Sam, but we'll get into that later. But <laughs> like from Dina's perspective, she's probably like, whatever, fuck all this. I'm going home anyways. Like we'll, we'll deal with the drama next season, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true though. She probably was like, it's literally our last night. You guys get over it. And it then was, they, they, they go right from Rivoli's to Karma, which I'm like, that was a very late dinner. Are you guys tired? Especially with the portions they serve at Rivoli's. If I mm. went out at like 10 p.m. and got a giant plate of pasta, it's a wrap. There's no after that. I'm done. I agree. I also think it's interesting on the meatball pod, the girl said that they pretty much went out every night except for Sundays and Wednesdays. Those were their what they called stay-in nights. And this, I guess, Rivoli's was not a stay-in night, so you got to rally after dinner. Did they say why they picked Sunday and Wednesday? I think, no, they didn't say, but I'm, I'm going to guess Sunday because they're already going to have family dinner. So, like, mm. they cook all day. And then they basically were like, we had stay-in nights because people had to catch up on sleep and, like, whatever. Yeah. And so I guess sometimes that probably explains some of our lapses in time. Like, 
we probably get like a glimpse of a Wednesday morning, but then the next thing we get is like a Thursday afternoon. And we're like, hold on, where did time go? It's probably that they just slept all Wednesday and who wants to put that on in their, you know, episode. So I don't know. That's, the, kind of that's sort of what happened. Well, that's sort of what happened this episode because they woke up and there was the confrontation between Dina and Vinny and then Sam sort of, I mean, Mike sort of apologizing to Sam and then it was night. So we lost that whole day. Yeah, Although, that's true. Maybe they woke up afternoon, so maybe there wasn't much day to lose, actually, if I think about it. Either um, way, by midnight they're back at Karma. So you know like clock strikes twelve and you know where to find them. I can't I, I think I've said this already, so forgive me, but I can't imagine arriving at the club at midnight. I it like it blows my mind. Am I old already? Um, no, I think that it depends on where you live. Cause like mm. where I live, that wouldn't be normal, but in like Miami, I think that would be normal. So I think mm. it's a little bit like a, a, a location thing. Yeah. Cause the clubs in, in California, they close at two. And sometimes right, but like call... in Vegas, it would be totally normal. Cause they That's might true. go all night, you know? That's true. Because uh, I'm thinking like LA, you you get there at midnight, it's almost over. People are already winding down. Um, mm-hmm. And last call sometimes is at like one thirty. So yeah, no. But I guess uh, it's different. Do we know the hour? I think I've Googled it. I think the hours are, maybe they just don't club that long. Maybe they just They were really open hard. to at least two or three. But I, I mean, like, like I've said, they are only there to then like have to get wasted and then have drama afterwards. So like, you know, how long did they, well, how long did that take? Do you... W- when you've gone clubbing in the past, uh, do you like to stay a long time or do you usually get over it pretty quick? Because I, I guess I guess an hour or two is probably enough, honestly. It gets pretty overwhelming. I definitely feel that way now where I'm like, I don't need to be out for hours and hours and hours. But when I was like a part in my party girl era, for mm. sure, I would like go out after work right from like work to happy hour to dinner to a bar to a pub to a club. Like we definitely just hopped around for hours and hours and hours, but mm. I don't have that kind of energy today. I'm 31 now. No. And I, can I be honest with you? I missed my window. No. Cause <laughs> just excuse kidding. me. <laughs> I was going to be vulnerable. Uh, I feel like I feel like I missed my window because I didn't have a party era and now I can mm. I feel like I never can because I'm pushing 30 and I guess um hold on you're a gay man you're allowed to have a party era at any time in your life and it's completely socially acceptable but there's different kinds of gay men we don't all come the same there is the party until you're 60 gay men of course those exist but there's also the um middle-aged woman at 25 gay men do you understand? And that's me. I I'm do, but that I'm doesn't mean that, you but... can enter a crazy girl era. Like, you know, keep your options open is all I'm saying. No, you never I'm know what you to. could turn into. I don't really want that right now, to be honest. It's, well, it's not lucky for to... you, karma isn't even available for you to go to anymore anyway. It's shut down. Well, so that would be one place I wanted, wanted to go. I would have wanted to go to uh, karma. I know. But... If only. But yeah, anyways, I... What happens next? <laughs> so they are at Karma and oh, yeah. Jenny and Roger make things official. They're like, hey, oh, well, yeah. Roger really is like, hey, what's happening when the summer's over? I'm going to be here for a little longer. You're going to go back to Long Island or, or New York or wherever the fuck she's from. And they're like, what's what's goody with us? And they're like, yeah, let's let's do it. And, and Nicole's super happy. She's like, can I come to your wedding? And she does go to their wedding. So crazy right and what's so funny is like at this point in time nicole has met her future husband at this point in jersey shore history 
but they're like finding like Dina finds that her friend Chris and Nicole finds Polly 2.0 again and they bring them back but I'm like wait hold on I thought Chani was gonna come back this season but she just full-on is like this man who's the future father of my children was a fully just a one-night stand is what she thinks at this point it could have I wonder if it was a thing where like she just didn't even think of him and like never called him or anything but maybe they like ran into each other again off camera and yeah decided to hang out again or something and then that led to something i'm curious to see like when because when they come back for italy they're dating and so i'm curious to see how she explains like how they you know got back together or whatever found each other again but for now she's with Polly 2.0 again and she she brings him back to make a him a grilled cheese (laughs) well i wanted i wanted to bring him up because he doesn't have his blowout on this episode right he he has like a more natural his hair looks natural like it's curly and he looks so much better i think so too i'm like if you're not paulie d you don't need to be doing a blowout like that's just for him i think well not every hairstyle looks good in every person and that's the problem with trends is that people want to do things that sometimes aren't flattering and this just wasn't flattering his natural curls look i thought he looked so much better i couldn't believe it when Snook even brings it up, she's like, where's your blowout? I was like, no, you can leave it away. It looks better. It did not stop her from bringing him into the smush room, so. They left first, and I wondered, did they leave first just to claim the smush room? I think so. I fully think that's where her mind was, yeah. She's um, like, I want to get it in, and I want to get it in in private. Now that I so think about go. it, I think she's actually done that before. I think this is a thing she does. Smart. I think everybody's done that at some point in time. Like Wow and Roger have left early to go to claim this mushroom. Like it's not a bad look. Like we'll we'll sacrifice a little bit of time at the club to claim, you know, stake our claim. So yeah, I can see it. Um, so she before they go to smush though, she makes him a grilled cheese, Mm -hmm. and all I can think about is like, I know my I'd be so my my hands would be all greasy. I'd probably get heartburn. Like, I'm, like, thinking the logistics of eating a grilled cheese and then having sex. Like, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. See, I'm thinking at this point they haven't probably eaten as much. Well, maybe this night is Rivoli, so maybe not in this specific case. But typically, they maybe haven't eaten as much as they could have. They've been drinking, so you're just, like, hungry. And I feel like it probably gives them a little more energy to just, like, fuck and then go to sleep. So, I don't know. I'm down for food post the bar. Anyways. Um, so they're, yeah, they leave early back at karma. Sam, like, finds some of her guy friends. And I do believe they're just guy friends because she tries to include Ron, like, Ron, come over. And he just acts like a douchebag. And I'm like, why? Y'all, it, like, the, you guys aren't even together right now. So what is your problem? And Ron has a pattern. And I guess they both do. He storms off. Sam chases him down. And he gives her the silent treatment for a little bit, or or he'll just be dismissive. And then finally he'll engage and then will immediately start berating her and snap. Um, It's the same thing every time. He's done this multiple times. And that's what he does this time. Um, She's sort of chasing him out of the club, like, wait, wait. And, you know, he's like doing his Ronnie thing. It's whatever. Like, I'm over it. And so everybody walks home. There's a little, like, short, funny moment when they get back to the house. Jenny and Roger are trying to call, like, Roger's trying to call out of work and put in some, like, sick time PTO. And Jenny's like, and I'm here. Sorry, it's my fault. I chopped his balls off. Like, I just think it's (laughs) hilarious. And I'm like, I hope that Roger's pretty close with his boss because 
that's quite the message to leave. <laughs> I would think he would, because if you're calling your boss at what, like 3 a.m. to call in sick, I don't know. I feel like he must have been cool with his boss. I've I've had bosses yeah. like my last boss would have just laughed at that. That's the best. Like to have a yeah. boss that you're like so paranoid and walk on eggshells, it's actually worst case scenario. No, I'm very chill with my boss and I probably could leave her a drunk message like that and then just like explain in the morning. But like not everybody can do that. That's for sure. My last boss, I'm so sad because the only reason he's not my boss today is because uh, like the building we worked for shut down. So we all got laid off. But I could have worked with him for years. He was great. He'd be the type I'd call him in the morning and sometimes I'd be like, I'm just not feeling it today. And he'd be like, got it. Cause he knows what that means. I don't have to just, I don't have to go into detail that it's like a mental health day. He just knows. Yeah. And I appreciated him for that. If you're out there, Brian, I appreciate you. <laughs> um, um, well, what I did not appreciate is that Sam cannot leave Ron alone and they have to like get one last fight in, in our little yeah. finale. And the whole house is listening to them fight. Like you see Jenny and Roger, like sit up in bed and like kind of they're listening Ron starts crying. It's just like, it's so played out that I feel like even the producers have to know at this point that we're all so over it. Like the right. Sam and Ron drama and the in like at some parts of their fighting was kind of funny when it was small stuff. But like at this point, it is so overdone. Like, oh, well, my and God. I'm looking at it and this is what a 45 minute episode and it's like 36 minutes at this point. I'm like, OK, so. We're, this is the this is how the season's gonna end and we're just not gonna get closure like there's no happy moment they're just gonna be fighting and it's over i guess that's appropriate for the two of them i mean we don't really get closure and we can get to that you know after a little break here but mm. i mean they just are such a mess right now and i think the best thing that can happen is the season to end so that they can get some fucking space from each other you know yeah exactly um <sighs> so before we go to sleep um dina makes Vinny a peace offering grilled cheese that he absolutely does not deserve <laughs> he doesn't deserve it but he at least is not still trying to fight with her because he even says himself like i don't deserve it i'm an asshole so that's his kind of way of that's true he's kind of done being a douchebag which i wonder what happened that gave him clarity i guess maybe just time he just was embarrassed sometimes you look back yeah, I don't know, but I'm glad that he did come to his senses about it. Yeah, so that was a sweet. At least those two got closure before the end of the episode. Because I was thinking, like, this whole episode, everyone's fighting with each other. You're all about to go home. Can you not fake it for, like, the last day? Jesus. Like, last 12 hours, people? Sure? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, because they left in the morning. You're right. <laughs> well, there's uh, not much left, but let's take a little break first. Yes. Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to U-Haul at all? It is literally <laughs> every queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Um, hello. We're back. So it's the next morning and it's the last day. It's the last day and Jenny's dogs have to take a final poop on the rugs. Yeah. And I thought, that okay, so I took note of the poop too, because for some reason we have seen as the audience, we've seen so much shit this season. Mm -hmm. And I mean, literal shit, human shit in the toilet, dog poops. And we just needed one more before the season was over. I, I should have expected it, but it still <laughs> right. shocked me. And it's, I, I eat when I watch this show, like, 
I was eating food. Right. It's enough with the poop. I, I agree. I agree. And speaking <laughs> of things that are enough, Ron and Sam have a little talk. Like I said, it's kind of unclear where they leave things. And she kind of is like, are we together? Or are we broken up? Like, but I'm like, but you guys were already broken up. Like you, you were already not together. I don't know. It's it's all very unclear. I feel like the best, like I said, the best thing for them is to take some steps back and get mm-hmm. a little break. So like, let's just put it on ice for a bit. And I took note that Sam was just trying to squash it. And I guess try to end on a good term. Like maybe in her mind, she's like, we're going to have to deal with this, but we can deal with it off camera since it's literally sure. we're three hours from leaving. But Ron was still being kind of a bitch about it. He was still playing victim and kind of refused to take her apology, which she shouldn't have even given. But that's, what's Ron, what are you going to do? But I, I think that's it for them. Mike makes a final meal just oh, to like yes, kind yes, of yes, wrap right. up the summer. And after Mike makes his last little meal, that's when everybody packs up to go home. Right. And then they're the first to leave separately. That's actually what I took note of that like, it's so Ron and Sam to still be fighting up until the point that they're packing to leave. Let's sew them. <laughs> right. Everybody yeah. else is squashing it. Yeah. So they leave first. I believe. Okay. So they left at the same time, but I believe they left separately. Am I right? Did they go? Yeah, they had cars? two different cars and they're, I don't know if they live close enough to each other that they were even going in the same direction. Like who knows, but they, well, left they came in together in two different cars. Yeah. They came in well, together. Uh, maybe when Sam left, like maybe she left in a cab or left with someone picking her up like when she left for that weekend mm-hmm. and then she drove her car back maybe but they so left that she se- didn't have to leave with him i don't know but it's symbolic yeah they came together they left separate which is good because i, I didn't feel like them- they often don't start the season the way that they end like i feel like they often either come in separate and end together or they come in together mm. and end separate like why that i feel like that happens a lot i know we'll have to see what happens with season four because i think they come in together that season so let's see if they break up by the end of it no i think they stay for all i think they're together for all of season four we'll see okay so as ron is leaving snooki said something that confused me snooki said Mm -hmm. if only one of them could come back next summer i'd pick ron and i don't I don't get that. Am I not? I don't either. No, I didn't get it. I don't think she'd stand by that either. I'm not sure where that came from. Maybe she'd just come out of like having a good moment with Ron or something, Mm -hmm. but I didn't get that either. That was very weird to me. Like maybe it's just the way it's edited. Maybe Ron has like sweet moments off camera or like he's cool with people who aren't Sam. I don't know what I'm, is there something we're not seeing? Because it feels like, I don't know why she would say that. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I just don't see any of them being friends. Like, there's no... I see her and Sam be friendly, but I don't know. Maybe we're not seeing They're everything. not friends with Ron today, so... Right. I don't know. But I don't agree. If I had to pick, obviously, I would want Sam back, which is yep, why... Yep, and I, th- I stand by that today. Which is <laughs> why I was disappointed when Family Reunion happened, and it was the opposite until now. Well, it's fixed now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. We'll cut this out if it's irrelevant, but just because I'm curious... Does Ron ever come back? I I, I lost. I stopped watching. <laughs> so he's still not back, but they're kind of teasing him like stopping by. And I think that like it feels more like a, of a contract obligation than anything. So mm. I haven't we haven't seen it all play out yet at the time of recording, but mm. I don't think he's going to be back for real for real. I think he's going to like have a meeting to like apologize and then we're not going to see him much. Okay. 
That's what I think. But anyways, um, so something I've noticed about the first finale versus the rest of them is that on season one when they left, there was really a big kind of deal about the last moment. There was a lot of hugging and crying and I was so glad to meet you and I'll never forget this. And after that, it, it becomes a lot quicker and less emotional. I can tell you exactly why that is. Because they know they're coming back. Yeah, they had no idea if season one was getting right. anything produced, put on the air, renewed, yeah. nothing. And now they're like, we are huge and I will see you guys whenever they make us do this again because now this <laughs> is our life. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's because like with this finale, them leaving was like a very short amount of the episode. It happened quick. It was back to back to back to back episode over. Right. There was not a lot of emotional goodbyes. And that I well, when Vinny the leaves, they kind of like relieve some of the drama. And that's mm -hmm. really the only like noteworthy part of their goodbye. Other than that, it is just like soldiers walking out the door. And I said this at the beginning of the episode. I don't feel like they will miss each other all that much. I think they're excited for the break. I certainly yeah. would be. Um, so yeah, I do think that they care about each other and that they had a good time and they were like, right. this is a great opportunity, but I definitely agree. I think they're ready for a break. So then after Vinny leaves, then Mike, then Jenny, then Polly, did anything interesting happen with the three of those? Cause I don't have any notes. Nope. And then the meatballs and that's, and that's it for, that's how season three ends. They mm. don't even tease that they're going to Italy yet which makes me think maybe they didn't know for sure if they were going like maybe those details hadn't been sorted out because we fully go the full finale and then next episode the reunion where nobody even says the words italy the word italy so i don't know yeah right maybe we're still getting on all the logistics figured out i'm gonna look into it and see if i can find the tea but i think there was a longer gap between season three and four than previous gaps so we'll see and the last thing that i want to say is that as uh snooks and dina are leaving snooky says which i love that they left together they came together yeah. and left together i love that snooky says that one day she's gonna be president and dina is gonna be her vice president which i love the idea of that the meatball president um and she says when she's president the economy will rise everyone will be tan and all the radio stations will play house music. And I'm down. She's got my vote. Polizzi 2024. I'm not opposed to Snooki's America. Polizzi Buckner 2024. I'll, I'll print the stickers. That's so funny. Yeah, no. Fully agree. Well, we can end our season with our final cookie quote for season three. And um, do you want to be Snooki or Polly? I'll be uh, Polly. Okay. <clears throat> Let's practice cartwheels. Kuka. Did you see Kuka? Yep. Are you sure? Uh-huh. You can't see it that bad. You can't see my crotch. End scene. And to make a picture for you, she then walks <laughs> over to a mirror and opens her legs and like checks to see what her crotch situation is. So that was a <laughs> hilarious scene. Okay. Yeah, this was a fun season. I'll say that's for sure. Aside from the Ron and Sam drama, I think it was a great season. And, although, mm -hmm. well, although the Ron and Sam stuff got repetitive, it wasn't as much as I thought. I expected there to be more. I thought there was going to be more. So I was, I thought there was an okay balance. It was a, it was a mostly fun, exciting season, and it's my favorite season. And I'm so glad we got to recap it. But I'm sad it's over. Well, we still have got a reunion, so come back for us next week. But in the meantime, um, goodbye.
um goodbye um goodbye if you want more of the podcast you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod we also have a patreon patreon.com slash um hello we've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap jersey shore and we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you and you can find me anywhere online at the Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.